we are now live and we are now recording. So welcome everybody to the Beards and Bros podcast. Uh, You're probably noticing we're down a bro, but fear not. Broseph will be on. Uh, He's just taking care of some business. Hi, friends. Yeah. Uh, So last couple of weeks we did wrestling. I think you guys are in your in your glory. <laughs> uh, and I, yes, I, we were. I listened back to it. And I was actually a little surprised in some of the things that I even knew. So, <laughs> yeah, this one here is going to be just me and you, buddy, because I don't. Was Joe born in the nineties? No, I'm just kidding. I know he's born. I, in yeah, the 90s. I think he was. He was actually born in the nineties. <laughs> in the nineties, yeah. So he might not remember a lot of the nineties. You and I, however, yeah, we 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 lived it. Yeah, it was our. Yeah, day. we were there. So if uh, if we if you haven't guessed yet, we're going to be talking the '90s. Um, please remember that uh, you guys can share this and and like it and get it out there for us because uh, it's very helpful. Um, we have uh, we've been growing a little bit here and there. Um, I did some shameless plugging in my new my new job. Uh, <laughs> um, there but yeah, go. I mean, if you know, the more you guys share it, the better off we are. And uh, yeah, it just helps us out. So feel free to share and share alike. I'm right, sharing let's... all the groups that I can share to right now. Yeah. This is the Beards and Bros podcast. On behalf of Jew, Joe, and myself, Tim. Enjoy the episode. So, um, the 90s, I feel like it's a very broad topic, obviously. But what we're just kind of going to recall, there was a, the popular stuff. A you lot know? of stuff that happened in the 90s that whenever I was doing a little bit of looking around. Yes. I was like, wow, that happened in the 90s. Wow, that happened in the 90s. Then as you're doing that, you're like, wow, I am freaking old, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like a lot of stuff happened in the nineties though. Like a lot more than what I thought. Like, wow, that happened in the two thousands. Oh no, it was 1996 there, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, okie dokie. <laughs> I am sharing all of this. Yeah. So I was trying to think, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll give Joe a couple more minutes before we just jump in, but I was trying to think, where do we start? Do we start music? Do we start fashion movies, pop culture in general? Uh, you know, I went, I went to the store today and I looked for two things that would have just screamed that it was the nineties. Uh, number one, I looked for them. Damn. Um, Halloween McDonald's Happy Meals because they're supposed to be coming back. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it though. So then I was like, wonder if anybody has a fifth or a um 40 of Mickey's or old E. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. find that either. <laughs> a bottle of Mad Dog 2020, you know, Mad Dog 2020, <laughs> Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. Yeah. I, I feel like those are. Uh, you know, even though like we remember them in the nineties, cause that was like our first experiences with that kind of stuff. It's probably been around a little longer than that, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, like you don't really hear about it now. Like that's not the, the choice that most are going to at this point, but you know, I feel like in the nineties, that was it. it was like, Let's get that. You know, <laughs> I was like, I was looking for it. Couldn't find it. <laughs> A lot of things happened in the 90s, man. Like, let me let me look here. Um, let me look. Let's go music. Go music. I'm in. Music. Let's see here. I'm interested to see what the number one song was. Let's see. And I'm lazy. Um, hold on, Google. Come on, work with me. What was the number one song in the 90s? It was. <laughs> I what do you think it was without looking it up? 
uh waterfalls tlc nope no all right what was it please don't say it was cotton eye joe <laughs> it was the macarena oh i mean come on that wasn't the number one song in the 90s that's what was the biggest selling single in the 90s was elton john's candle in the wind Oh, I could see that. That was a big deal. The number one song in 1990 was Hold On by Wilson Phillips. <laughs> uh, what was the song of the decade for the 90s? Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay. What song sold the most records in the 90s was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Uh, let's see the most popular singer in the nineties. Who do you think the most popular singer was in the nineties, Timmy? Hmm. Most popular singer in the nineties. I feel in the nineties. Uh, man, that's a, that's a tough one because I feel like there's in my head I'm thinking there's a big name but it's a big name was it Whitney Houston Whitney Houston was number five Hmm. Hmm. male or female give me a hint (laughs) male oh Um, God, I can't imagine it would be Michael Jackson, but I guess he did have that big album. Was it Michael was Jackson? Michael Jackson. Okay, I could see that. Michael, I mean, uh, Michael James. Jackson number one, Elton John number two, Prince number three, Madonna number four, Whitney Houston number five, Tupac Shakur number six, Tupac Shakur, Tupac Shak. <laughs> and Shania Twain. Yeah. Greg, Greg Patterson, who's joined us, he says it's, it was the Black Album was one of the big... I, Pearl Jam, that was a big album in the 90s. That was I remember when yeah. that hit. I mean, grunge took over at, at a, like overnight. Oh, you figure you had... Who all did you have? You had Soundgarden. You Nirvana. had Nirvana. You had Pearl Jam. You had Stone Temple Pilots. Um... Avril Lavigne? Eh, she was kind of punky. She was also from Canada, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing as Nickelback. Anyway, moving on. She might have been uh, yeah, she might have been late 90s, maybe even early 2000s. I don't remember yeah. when Avril hit the scene exactly. Green Day. Green Day. Weezer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see what else this says. Number one song, 1991. Hmm. Brian Adams, everything I do, I do uh, it for you. All right. I almost I almost thought it was Vanilla Ice, but that would have been like maybe 8990. Uh 1994, number one song, The Sign by Ace of Base. Hmm. Let's see. Man. There's just so much. Like I'm looking at all the the different artist you know what makes me laugh is one hit wonders man they come in oh yeah and they blow it up and then all of a sudden they're gone like nothing um oh wow so you know how we're talking about like top singers in the 90s yeah record sales michael jackson 700 million records sold (laughs) elton john was number two how many do you think he sold 500 million 250 million way much lower <laughs> way way much <laughs> way much wow uh, do you remember the new radicals i do yeah they had that one song you get what you give and he like threatened marilyn manson in the middle of it and then just decided hey i don't want to do this anymore I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Just, stopped, <laughs> just stopped being a band. And it was like a huge song. And like, we thought that was going to be the next thing. And then, nope. Aqua, Barbie girl. 
Bet you that one pops back up soon because of that Barbie movie with uh, what's his name and her face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Marvel with> names. <laughs> yeah. What was her name? I forget. Yeah, I'm sure everybody else knows, but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, as far as music, man, music up until when Lars Ulrich went ahead and screwed it over for the rest uh, with Napster. Um, <laughs> Napster's kind of like Spotify is now, just wasn't really legal-ish, you know? Yeah, very um, true. But no, no, uh, like music-wise, man, there was some great, great bands, great music, great... There was no fucking auto-tune. Mm. Um, I mean, so... I found out something. I watched the documentary not too long ago about autotune. Well, it was about music in general and the mm-hmm. 90, it was, I think it was a documentary in the nineties. Um, but like when autotune was invented, it was just basically invented to kind of give a little bit of um, harmony kind of in the background. So when you sing, it gives like your the same kind of thing, but then people were playing with it to those extreme levels. And that's where we ended up getting T Pain, who actually is a very good singer. But... He was on the Masked Singer mm-hmm. and won it, and nobody thought it was him because it was his voice. <laughs> it was his voice, right? Right. Nobody like, knew it. <laughs> nobody knew it. Like right. Nobody knew it was his voice, <laughs> and it was phenomenal. Whenever they finally, you know, revealed it was him, and people were like, like. They give clues on the mass singer, so some people did know it was him yeah. from the clues. But if you strictly listened to his voice, you had no idea it was him. And people asked, like after the mass singer, like, why have you never sang without the auto tune? He's like, because no one would know me. Mm-hmm. And the record companies you, didn't. You want are to correct, do it. sir. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I read something I saw so with auto tune is. It was originally made to help people that had pitch problems. And then it became, well, you can't sing. It's what? Sit now, you know. Like, what's her name? Uh, Rebecca Black that did the Friday, Friday song. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was just I'm just looking through a list of different ones, and there's just so many songs that sometimes I I forget about. I mean, there's obviously the big (laughs) ones like Waterfalls from TLC, No Scrubs from TLC. Those were all big, big songs at the time. Um, Addison's on here. She was born in 2000, so (laughs) won't know anything about the 90s. Nope, nope. It's it's literally right past her time. (laughs) Yeah, I can tell you stories about people in the 90s, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love you, kid. <laughs> uh, Ricky Martin blew up at that point, living the Vita Loca, and then oh, he was Levi- living La Vida Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> if you oh, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me put some Brosif in it. <laughs> let's let's see what he recalls. Oh, look, he's got the skull cap. He's looking nineties. <laughs> it's like if you ordered somebody from sins of anarchy on wish uh yeah do, do a little research before you buy folks <laughs> yeah <laughs> or this is what happens this is what happens so bros you, you get joe on a tricycle in your driveway going vroom, vroom. <laughs> Uh, we we started nineties. We started nineties music. Oh, yeah. Some of my oh, were favorite. Were you born music. in nineties? I'm just asking. I was born in the late eighties. Was born eighty eight. Uh, yeah. So I was actually a nineties kid. I remember. Shit, we were my- wrong, Tim. We did. We thought you were born in the nineties. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty eight. So I remember. I mean, pretty much all of the nineties. Maybe not nineteen ninety. You know, but um, yeah, yeah, I ushered in. It was weird. I, I was I was there to experience a lot of shit. So it was, it was a very cool period of time. Very excited about this episode. Cool. So we were talking like number ones in the 90s. Jude read off a few. 
I'm just kind of reading off some randoms, um, some randoms from Rando here, um, just because there's such a big list of songs. One of my favorite ones uh, was No Diggity from Blackstreet, man. That was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, so what was the... Do we go by decade? Are we doing top song by? Well, it's its own decade. Like or so by let's... year? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, gonna we're, gonna start with we're gonna start with the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> and then just stay there, Joe. <laughs> we're just gonna stay in the nineties, okay? So we're doing by year, yeah. Yes. Okay, so hit me with what? Where were we? Did we start this yet? Nineteen ninety. What was the top song in nineteen ninety? You did Where's you our Google fact checker? Oh, I we Joe, we've already gone over this. If you were here on time, you'd understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's all right. You, just, you guys just catch me up. So, who do you think the number one artist was in nineteen in the nineties? Uh, uh, was it a hip hop artist? It was a male. Oh, geez. <laughs> to me, whenever I looked this up, it was simple and easy. Yeah, I don't know. Who was it? Michael Jackson. Ah, uh, should have known. Well, I don't know, because he was he was across a bunch of decades there, you know? So here's the thing. In just the 90s, Michael Jackson was number one. He had 700 million records sold. Number two was Elton John at 250 million records sold. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would think like the earlier part of the 90s, but not like the latter part. Here's the thing, though. His records were so big. He could have been in the late 90s, but he sold so many records. Like, True. You know, just the name alone. So I want to read off the top 10 of 1990 all right we'll start top 10 songs yeah we'll start with number 10 blaze of glory john bon jovi great song great came from a great movie young guns young guns too i think it was right uh cradle of love by billy joel he had like a resurgence in the early 90s from his uh from his mid 80s um also good song uh we're strictly 80s joel yeah hold (laughs) on by en vogue and Vogue was awesome. Uh, another day in paradise, Phil Collins. I like Phil Collins. I don't know if this is one of my favorite songs of his, but okay. Number seven, you know, uh, number six was vision of love. Mariah Carey, who was huge in the nineties. Um, number five, Vogue from Madonna. Everybody remembers Voguing. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of my all time favorites as well. Poison by Belle DeVoe. Um, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Uh, number two was It Must Have Been Love from Roxette. And then number one, Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Yeah. Like for the whole decade? No, no, yeah. for 1990. Oh, 1990. Just 1990. <laughs> nah. For the number one, he, Jude had brought up the whole decade, I think, at one in the beginning. Yes. I have no memory. So what do you think what? the song of the whole decade was? Jesus Christ, that's a lot of songs. Man, I don't know, or whatever the Eiffel 478, whatever the <laughs> Macarena. Oh, well, see, I wasn't far off. <laughs> Macarena, I could see that. That song was huge. Oh, yeah, because of the dance, it was everywhere. It still is. I just saw one of the, I think it was Fortnite. The kids were playing Fortnite. One of the characters was doing the Macarena. It's like, uh, well, hey, passed it on to a new generation. That's cool. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. actually read the lyrics to that song? The hob of a hair or how to Macarena? That's the only word <laughs> I know. Okay. Well, and so then, it hey, tells, yeah. It, it tells a story, and I might be telling it a little off here. Don't quote me, but uh, of this lady who her boyfriend is in the military and she's talking smack, I think. And she's talking about how she's going to sleep with all of his other friends. And uh, yeah, I don't know where the fun thing, hey, Macarena, you know, part comes in, but that's uh, 
<laughs> really messed up song. Fun fact. Um, uh, sleep with your friends. <laughs> it was like I was like two older dudes, and they'd got a bunch of models, and that was the whole. That was it to me. That was the premise because I didn't understand what they were saying because it was obviously right. mostly in a different language. And then when they were talking, it was just the girls rambling, and I'm just like, whatever. And I'm that's, just like, that's what she was rambling about. She was rambling about all of her cheating. <laughs> She was rambling about all the men she was planning on boning. Yeah, who knew? Because I sat down one day and I read the rambling and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, Arthur. that's what that's about. All right. Oh, my gosh. So hit, let's do 91. 91. Let's see. I just got to say, like, the music, the movies, everything, pop culture, the 90s was a fantastic decade. Yeah. Yeah. Artistically alone. That's some of the best movies to, from the mid to late 90s, especially. Movies? Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree. But, I mean, I'm biased, like I said, because I, that whole decade is essentially my childhood. Uh, you know, so there's that sense of nostalgia there that's on hyperdrive but oh my gosh listen super mario bros was a good movie guys okay the cinematic masterpiece <laughs> joe <laughs> no <laughs> people are losing their mind about this new one because chris pratt doesn't have an italian accent i'm like come on yeah. it's God. not that big a deal bob hoskins was the yeah last folks yeah right <laughs> and and the um the the Little Mermaid's black people are flipping. Yeah, yeah. Shut Come up. On. Come on, it's a movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you said ninety one, huh? And I, Jude, you did say this one, um, but it was Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do it for you. Ugh. But just to give you a couple more that's on there, I want to sex you up by Color Me Bad. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> gonna make you sweat. CNC Music Factory. No, nope, nope, different song. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Rush, Rush, Paul Abdul. Th this one made me laugh because I totally forgot about this guy. But one more try by Timmy T. It was not. <laughs> it was not me. But <laughs> sure. But I remember this song. You now sure? In my head. Yeah, it's in my. Well, maybe you know. <laughs> uh, it was a real soft, like slow song. Um, but that was like the thing in the 90s too and part of you know slow songs they were like you know boys the men was out all that kind of stuff and they were well like, oh, you had all the kids in the in the auditorium during school dances making out and mm -hmm. sucking each other's faces off yep. you know so and then you had, the, you had the dollar general version of boys to men all yet all for one and i always got the two hey 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 i like I all for one song. I did too, but I got their songs confused. I was like, oh, wait, that's not Boys to Men. That's no. uh, dude, there were so many like spinoffs for that. Like it, they were shy. Yeah. Uh, all for one. There there was a bunch of other ones out there. I mean, it, really, they all stem from like Belle Bid DeVoe and and uh, uh who was um who was Bobby Brown and stuff? Who were they were who was they? New edition. New edition. Yeah, yeah. They like they kind of started that kind of young, younger men, kids, you know. Uh, and then you know they kind of ran with it in the 90s big time but yeah I mean, there's just so many Motown Philly was one of them that's one of my favorites um, I don't even know what happened to the one guy from Boys to Men like there was four and then all of a sudden like uh, they went to the mall and launched the arcade and now they're going <laughs> no. he has he has MS so he no longer tours with them he just he stopped touring to kind of focus on his health so he's baritone right he was like yeah yeah yeah. Um, it, oddly, Darren enough, wants I, to know what the topic is for today. Not nineties, Darren. Come on. <laughs> so, I went to boys. Well, it's on concert, Facebook. You know that, right? And I got front seat or front row seats for them, and I took this girl, and she got a rose from him. It was kind of cool. <laughs> it is cool. It's a dope story. You should tell that more often. <laughs> it's just you know I could see how it doesn't come up as often, so I'm just sitting oh. in the middle meaning hey this one time <laughs> all right so we want to move on to 92 92 1992 Ooh. all right so this one did this group and i just talked about him is literally one of my all-time favorites it's not my all-time favorite but boys to men uh end of the road 
was the the number one hit in 1992 and for good Phenomenal reason song. yeah um i remember the video clear as day you know they're pouring one out for their homies <laughs> and you know that was right around the time when like kind of like gangster rap and stuff was starting to kind of gain some traction as well you know yeah. dre and snoop and, and stuff and things were getting a little crazy so you know it was uh it was a meaningful song. DMX. Yeah, I mean he he came late late in the nineties. Late nineties, yeah. 90s, yeah. yeah. Oof, oof. yeah. <laughs> Sir Mix a Lot was number two. Baby got back. Just to let you know. Yeah. I would have thought that would have been number one. Yeah, you would think. Uh, Criss Cross Jump was the next one. Vanessa oh, Williams shit. saved the best for last. Criss Cross, they're both dead now. Are you both serious? Yeah, both of them. One wow. they uh, I think they both committed suicide. Oh, my back. That's horrible. What? Yeah. I don't know which one was which. That. That, that well one was chris and one was chris <laughs> the, yes <laughs> they wore their their jeans backwards yeah right? they did they wore everything backwards jerseys jeans whatever we did it once me and a buddy my mike we had very similar he had like a pirate an old school pirates and i had an old school yankees one and we we had these like short sets that went with them and we wore them backwards to school once and people were like you guys are stupid whatever <laughs> <laughs> Um, stupid that's pretty cool i know right yeah. darren, darren remembers darren remembers me and mike I don't know who remembers one, one of them overdosed one of them okay that sucks <laughs> i guess they uh one of the crisp when they should have crossed eh? <laughs> <laughs> too soon too soon <laughs> uh let's see 93 let's move on to that um so there is a movie coming out about this person um whitney houston's i will always love you i'm, I'm very intrigued by this movie uh, because i want to see if they kind of dig a little deeper about when she started you know when she was married to bobby brown and if how they that all kind of went downhill because that's a huge part of her story you right know? like right have you guys seen speaking of uh, like biopics like that have you seen the new elvis or the elvis not one? yet i think i might try to fit that in I this not. weekend i just the other day that it was on streaming i'm going to check it out here yeah. pretty soon the uh the girls are leaving the house they're going to texas for tomorrow till monday um so i will be catching party up at tim's things. house yeah. <laughs> 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 um number two whoop there it is tag team that's one of my favorites <laughs> uh ub40 can't help falling in love speaking of an elvis song right that was number one? No, no, no. That was number three. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that. there's no way that was number one. <laughs> Here's All right. So the, the next one is Janet Jackson. That's the way love goes. The one after that was another kind of a boys to men spinoff group. Um, probably more closer to Jodeci, though, but like Silk. Uh, it was called Freak Me. Freak Me, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot about that. I want to you yeah. up and down. <laughs> <laughs> It was so dirty. <laughs> it was dirty. It was dirty. That's the kids in the bleachers dirt. at the school dance. It was suggestive. Yes. Very. <laughs> the next song was funny because after Freak Me, it was SWV Week. They get we I get so weak in the knees. I Wait, hold on. Speak. I want to revisit what Darren just said. <laughs> What's that? You said you sang it to a stuffed bunny. I did. I did. Yeah, we made a video. We were. I, it's, I'm intrigued. It Where's snowed the, like crazy, and I got. I I walked myself to Darren's house in the middle of a blizzard so I could hang out with people because I didn't want to be at home by myself. And we were like, basically, we had to stay inside all the time. So we were down in his like his basement. He had like a pool table and stuff. We were making these stupid videos, and each one of us had to pick a song. And I chose "I Will Always Love You," and I picked up this little bunny rabbit basket and sang "I Will Always Love You" to it. Lip synced it, but you know, I'm not ashamed. I was in my teens. It was a lot of fun. I wish we had that. Darren, you should find it. You need that's that's like your job, yeah. dude. You gotta find yeah. it so we can if digital find- copy it and I can remember and laugh and show these guys and they can have other things to make fun of me about. But <laughs> we gotta live debut it. We gotta stream it yeah. on the put it on YouTube where that <laughs> stuff would blow up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, blow up. Yeah. <laughs> i can't say blow up on the on the air 
No, sorry. Yeah, that would take off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving into 94. Jude, you already said this one. Ace of base, the sign. They saw the sign. My God, that was a banger, too. I'm going to say banger probably quite a bit. That's That's okay. Apparently, I'm not going to say that anymore. It's not not cool. Yeah. Here comes your 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 dollar store boys the men group all for one with I swear which was a good song that was fantastic yeah right after that is exactly boys the men again with I'll make love to you yeah they... um, Celine brings in with the power of love that's when everybody was like oh this Canadian can really belt it that was <laughs> okay oh so the next one is Mariah Carey hero which I kind of don't remember but the I one after like the- that way better than mariah carey hero yeah but the one after that was lisa loeb nine stories stay i loved me some lisa loeb uh, yeah yeah little cat yep. glasses this tiny little black dress i was like girl you singing to me i was like <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna uh, lick you up and no no, no. Uh, <laughs> just to give you an idea about how big ace of base was in 94 they had the number one spot with the sign and then number nine and ten with don't all that she wants around. and don't turn around yep <laughs> oh wow the ace of base was like the abba of the 90s that's basically what they were is another bit uh, no that's they had a they had a that tape, just those three songs on it uh, i don't remember no, there was a fourth song, obviously, because there was A side, B side, and there was two tracks. Yeah. Was it was it called yeah. um the yeah. hit factory? Is that what it was over there? Like they they were just pumping out hit after hit, man. Even like writing songs for like uh the Backstreet Boys and all that stuff. Like it was ah. in Sweden mm. or something like that. CNT or... Music Factory. No, no, no. That was a group, but there was a, a a place that people went to record over there. It was I think it was ah. called the Hit Factory, but I'm not sure. Oh. All right uh 95 let's take a guess at 95 who was number one in 1995 let me just start i'll give you a hint recently r.i.p he I was, spent most of his hmm. life in this place i was gonna say alanis morissette minute after minute hour after hour alanis morissette's still alive <laughs> she is yes <laughs> Oh shit, Coolia. Yeah. That's why Paradise. Yep. I was gonna say her, but I know she's not recently. No, no, no. Alanis is still uh, still alive and kicking. She's I was uh see her at uh at you know, we we were gonna go to a music festival at Ocean City that they for some reason decided to put at the ocean in October. Uh and she was gonna be headlining nights there. And I was really friggin' excited about that. Uh, let's but see. We got um, TLC back to back with Waterfalls and Creep. Ooh. Coolio finally went on that fantastic voyage, guys. He, he unfortunately did. Um, Sorry, that Seal. Was... <laughs> it was going on in the bathroom, but he didn't know who was cooking. No. <laughs> Seal. What did Seal come in at? Kiss from a Rose, number four, from the mm. from the Batman soundtrack. The Batman. 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 Yeah. yeah. A great song, movie. <laughs> yeah was it that the one with uh jim carrey is the riddler Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then uh, looking back on it it's got a lot of feel-good nostalgia to it but like as a come on that was horrible (laughs) 1989 batman yeah that's the best one mike we're gonna do a whole episode on batman folks just yeah well here's the thing ezra ezra miller like Ezra Miller is a flash. If he fucks it up for that movie not to get released and Michael Keaton was Batman in that, I'm gonna be really mad. People are gonna be after him. He's already he's something's up with that dude. I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> they already said it. He won't play another another move part in a movie before uh, Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. Um so no way. So number number five. That pooch. Yeah, number five on that year was again Boys to Man on Ben and Nini. Just throw it out there, boys. Men pretty much owned the '90s, but you know, I'm I'm partial. Yeah, yeah. Man, Jack <laughs> was huge that year. Isn't she on that list somewhere? Who? '95. Maybe that was '96. Alanis Morissette. She tore it up that year on the charts. Mm. Uh, well, probably later. Everywhere. I, it was I thought probably, she was like '97, '98. Yeah, it was like '90. It it's it's <laughs> starting. Look, we're getting closer to that. Yeah. 
Um, so 96 is when Macarena hits. Oh, and they're number one then. Oh, Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, One Sweet Day. Great song, by the way. Great song. Yep. Don't listen to yeah. it if you've lost a loved one recently because you will that. cry tears. <laughs> you will angry or you will ugly cry. Yes. <laughs> what were you saying, yeah, Joe? 1996 Grammy uh, nominee. I, do, you, do you remember the CD they came out with with all the the nominees, you know, as each track? Mm-hmm. I love that song. Yep. Uh, Joe, are, we, are you seriously bringing up now that's what i call music volume one <laughs> <laughs> like, from the, that's, like that's where it started you know like grammy <laughs> soundtrack is fucking weird man i don't know <laughs> uh see number three celine because because you loved me number four nobody knows by the tony rich project which was oh, wow. actually babyface so it wasn't even actually that's he just named himself the tony rich project what say that again <laughs> The Tony Rich project was actually Babyface. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a good song, though. Nobody knows. That's a good song. Uh, I now have to remember to put that on my playlist. Always Be My Baby, Mariah Carey, number five that year. All right. Moving on to 97. Let's see if Alanis comes in at 97. It has to be because um, the first couple, well, the, the second one anyway, is somebody that kind of starts kicking off that. Um, that female vibe uh let's see elton john comes in at number one with candle in the wind Uh, i was gonna say that's when that's the year after diana died that would have been pretty close to that time frame yeah uh if not (laughs) right around it or right after it yeah um the next is jewel you were meant for me fools that's a great cd by the way foolish games that whole cd really great cd um (coughs) no no alanis yet Dang. We got Puff Daddy and, yeah. and Faith Evans featuring Ugh. 112 with I'll Be Missing You. I want to talk um, about one ugly cry. Jesus. Yeah, because that was for uh, that was for Biggie. That's for Biggie. Tony Braxton and Break My Heart. And uh, you know, guys, the midway through the decade, everyone seems to have gotten really fucking sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, people were dying, you know. <laughs> well, they thought that the year 2000 was whenever everything was going to stop. So I'm just the whole tone of the list just went dark. Yeah. Uh let's see who's then next is Puff Daddy and Mace. Can't nobody hold me down. And I just want to say the next one just because I know people will react. Um, I believe I can fly R. Kelly. Great song, horrible human being. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Yeah, that song gets poked fun out a lot. That is a fantastic song. And it's yeah. just like you said, it's unfortunate that um it, well, he's not as fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Piss on him. Um, Spice <laughs> Girls hit the scene this year. They were number 10 on, in 1997 with uh, Wannabe. Hanson, Bop, Backstreet Boys, Quit Playing Games with My Heart, Usher, You Make Me Wanna. I mean, this was a big year. People were coming out of the blue here. Uh, they started starting their careers. I'm going to be the one that says, I'll fuck with Bop. I'll, I'll throw some Bop. All right. <laughs> It's a good song. When it first came out, everybody was like, what the hell is it? Now I hear it, and I'm just like, I'm singing along with it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good. I'm going to sing me some. Mm, bop. Mm, bop, I will. <laughs> All right, 1998. Ooh, I remember this. This this was the group that opened for Boys to Men when I went to go see them next, Too Close. Yes. Remember that? Stand back, you're dancing kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't I feel a little adult. poke coming yeah. through. Wasn't till adult. <laughs> I feel your boner. Part. Yeah. <laughs> that song's kind of disturbing when you play it back now because she's like, hey, man, uh, uh, that way back up. Uh, I feel something. Yeah. I feel your boner. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, he and responds essentially like, oh, hey, don't worry about it. What? Look at this thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the way that these fall into place are just perfect because too close to singing about, you know, dancing a little bit too close. And then the next one is like Brandy and Monica are fighting over it because now the boy is mine. Uh, so they, apparently they liked it. <laughs> they saw the boner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shania's next with You're Still the One. Savage Garden. She, dom- madly deeply. she dominated with that album too. And they were fucking everywhere as well. She was like one of the first big time like crossover country artists. Yeah. Um 
she had a bunch of number yeah. one that album. Yeah. Jude, were you gonna say somebody else? I thought it was Garth, but Garth didn't come over to mainstream like Shania did. Yeah, she he never really made like a I think people just resonated with his music in general, regardless of you know it was country or not. Right. Where think- she kind of like stood on the line. Once he reached that icon status, he kind of transcended genres. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Right. Like but do you notice that a lot of these a lot of the songs you're coming up, there's no other genre in it. So I'm wondering if this list is just strictly like this is the hot 100 singles. So it's not like it's not like hot yeah. 100 or the all the, genre. Right, right, right. I mean, there's there's yeah. some stuff like Faith Hills in here further down. Uh, the next one would have been Leanne Rhymes. How do I live? I mean, there and there's like there's rock and things in here. It's just lower, like Third Eye Blinds, like number 11. How's it going to be? Um, but like you don't see like oh, there's Aerosmith. Yeah, that's like you know, that's also overall. I'm sure they some of these I don't even know who the hell was Uncle Sam. I don't ever want. So to he see was the guy him. that had the hat with the red, white, and blue on it with the stars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How about so, let's talk about that? Some of the obscure names for bands in the '90s. How about Chumbawamba? Right? Butthole Surfers. <laughs> the Butthole Surfers. Pepper, that was a good song. Oh, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. What the fuck does that mean, guys? I don't know. Bare Naked Ladies. You know what? Stone Temple Pilots was STP. You know what STP stood for before Stone Temple Pilots? Motor Oil? No. <laughs> Shirley Temple's Pussy. Ooh, wow. wow. That's... That's very. Um, that was their original specific. name, STP, <laughs> and then their record label said, "So, guys." <laughs> well, and then they became the Stone Temple Pilots because they were known as STP. You down with STP? Yeah, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you mean Shirley Nin- Temple? No, Stone no. Temple. <laughs> 1999 so we're about to we're about to go into the millennium people are freaking out uh number one song eminem share uh, i don't think eminem came out until the 2000s uh, eminem it was in a couple of the other ones ashen said salt and peppa was a whack group name but made some bangers yeah how about it I- I, okay yeah yeah, I, I mean, back in the day, not bad. <laughs> yeah, but then you had Salt and Pepper, but then you had Spinderella. Uh huh. Well, I mean, she was in the group. She was the DJ. I mean, that's you know. Yeah, but it, you didn't see it. It was never called Salt and Pepper in Spinderella. No, no, no. But yeah, no. she got did dirty on that deal. You know, Run wrong. DMC was the same way. Run DM like Run was one guy. DMC was the other, and. Jam Master J didn't really get any Jam Master J, but everybody was, yeah. knew him, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is it Run DMC with Jam Master J? Like we don't we no. don't talk. No. Um, all right. So number two was No Scrubs TLC. Monica comes in next with Angel of Mine. Whitney Houston featuring Faith Evans and Kelly Price, Heartbreak Hotel. I do not remember that song. Nope. Uh, and then Britney hits the scene with Baby One More Time. It's Britney, bitch. God, sixpence and none the richer. Remember that? I remember them. Yep. Yeah, kiss me. That was a, not literally, guys. Calm down. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, boo. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. <laughs> Lots, so so many songs, just so what? much out there. What what was one of I'm your favorite songs? The, the movies. Yes. My favorite song from the '90s. Yeah. Um. Ah. Oh, wow. See, I'm a heavy metal guy. Mm-hmm. I would have to go with. Um. Wow, there's a lot. Too many. Way too many. Yeah, I'm trying one. to think. I. Um. Yeah with a list but it's gonna take me some time <laughs> i love that 90s music wow, has yeah its own genre and i can just say like yeah 90s music that's i'm into 90s music i'm surprised there's no like 
there's no Metallica. There's no Guns N' Roses. There's no. There were I, I saw GNR a couple times. Uh, they were lower in the list because at that point that was like, um, uh, what was the name of those the albums? They were Red and Blue. There were two of them. Oh, use your illusions. Use your one illusions and two. one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Civil War was out, things like that. But it wasn't. Yeah. They weren't huge at that. They were great. Well, albums, you would think but... the 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 um, Terminator Two. You could be mine. Mm. You would think that would be high up on the list. Yeah, like I'm looking through a list of like rock songs, and it's. Uh, I mean, there's there's obviously bands in here I know, but they're not like. Yeah. I don't know. I would have to say my favorite song in the 90s was Guns N' Roses' November Rain. That is a good song. I would have to say that. Oh, Darren just said November Rain. There you go. <laughs> GNR, yeah. <laughs> yep, November Rain from Guns N' Roses, I would have to say was my, my number one song in the 90s. Because it was different. It wasn't your traditional Guns N' Roses. Plus, it was like, what, 17 minutes long, 14 minutes long? Yeah. You know? How could you pick that over, you know, a masterpiece like uh, Ba with the Ba? What the fuck ba does that with the Ba? The bang, the bang. Diggy, diggy, diggy. Ricky, Tiki, Tavi, and no. up jump in my boogie. I kid. I actually do like that song, but uh, that was for levity. Yeah, it is. It is very hard to choose because there's so much out there. Um, I'm just gonna throw one out there that is still one that I listen to on a fairly regular basis to get myself like juiced up for something or like just if I'm excited. Uh, Tribe Called Quest scenario is one of my favorites. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee was a good one. Was a good one. Um, Killing me softly. Yeah, Fuji's. I forgot about the Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really good songs in the 90s. Um, yeah, 90s kids, if you ever get a chance, listen to 90s songs, listen to 90s songs. They are nothing like listen, listen to rap or rap in the 90s, and then the the complete dumpster fire garbage that you consider rap now. (laughs) Um, completely different. Favorite song from the 90s, Ambitions as a Rider. Yeah. We had Tupac and Biggie. You have the Island Boys. We are not yeah. the same. Tupac, okay. we had Dre and Snoop. And you yeah, know, I mean, you just can't. It's hard to compare. And then, and then groups like Wu Tang and Tribe Called Quest, you know, we're talking like Rage Against know, Machine. Rage. I mean, Corn started. Alice in Chains. And, yeah. Corn started. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Late 90s. That's when everybody started getting angry at their dads. Sad. <laughs> yeah, everyone got real sad on the list there for a while. And then everyone got pissed yeah. off. <laughs> I think what I always liked about Rage, it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm angry because I got picked on. It was like I'm mad at the situation of, of the world and I'm mad at the government and I'm mad. Yeah. And they, you know, they just brought a different vibe to things. It was they were well, singing about I remember social- during during the election, people were saying about rage against the machine and and they were they were this and they were that and they're like have you ever actually listened to their music like at all very politically driven or yeah. you know um you know kind of looking out for certain minorities and things and yeah yeah i mean it's they were actually supposed to have a tour mm-hmm. like a reunion tour here two years ago and like a month before their lead singer got thrown in jail for protesting and he's been in jail ever since i think they i think he's out i think they honored that i think somebody just oh, did went, they yeah somebody went to one of their shows that i know i was just oh. talking about that cool yeah i feel like um, they just were recently in pittsburgh yeah yeah one of the greatest guitarists out there so but i did i remember do stuff with the guitar that no one else could mm-hmm. who morello tom morello <laughs> All right, should we move on to movies? Let's jump to movies. God. Wow. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> Jim Carrey was on fire that year. He put out three movies in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. He was on fire in the 90s in general. Like, he just, when yeah. In Living Color was out, 
he he rode that when train. He did the vanilla ice. Oh my in gosh! Yes. Color. <laughs> Stop. It's fucking hilarious. Want to tie up my laces? <laughs> 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 Kicks his shirt. Oh, it was really <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, he just blew up in the nineties, but. All right, so does someone want to say what their favorite movie is from the 90s? Or do you want me to go through a list of movies? Because I pulled up one. There's all kinds of stuff here. I want to do you know, both. I could say I could yeah. say a couple different movies, but then you're going to say one. I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, you know what? The number one movie that I would say to, right off the top of my head um, is my favorite movie is Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Hands down, favorite movie of all time. Uh, number two would be the day after tomorrow, or one that really comes to my mind is Die Hard. And yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. If you don't think it's a Christmas movie, how does it feel to be fucking wrong? <laughs> Die Hard nineties movie or is it an eighties movie? I know I they think had it's early nineties in the nineties, but I wasn't sure. Because it's got a lot of gratuitous eighties action. <laughs> oh yeah, Ashton. Ashton 88. says uh, Forrest Gump. Die Hard was actually 88. Ah, oh, Forrest Gump was 94. Uh, Forrest Gump, um, yeah. Yeah, Ashton said Forrest Gump. I feel like that was a banger of a year for freaking cinema. So, yeah. Um, I, I just pulled one up, and it's the, it's 56 movies in the 90s, basically. Uh, it starts off... I don't know if these are in any order, but I'm going to say um, Speed. The original Speed with Keanu and... And, and uh, what's her name? Uh... Andrew Bullock, quiz Bullock yeah. <laughs> the the original I thought was okay. The original was okay. Yeah, then they did a second one and it was just stupid. Yeah, Sandra Bullock needed a paycheck or something. I don't know. Yes, what wasn't that the one that was on the boat? Yes, it was speedboats. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> Wonder the where second, they got that name from. Yeah, the second one, a cult classic, uh, The Crow. Ugh. Everybody loved the crew. Yeah. See, I told you, I could pick a movie, and you're going to go down through these, and we're like, "Oh <laughs> shit, yeah, that one." <laughs> I mean, the, the crow was. I mean, first off, it had Bruce Lee's son in it, and then he ends up dying in the movie. Um, you know, yeah. So it was shot crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a. You know, it was supposed to be like he's kind of like an anti-hero, right? Like he, you know, it was. Yeah. It was kind of a. A superhero kind of movie in a sense so um yeah. it, it took yeah. off it was but i'm gonna be the one that says it it was weird it was a little weird it probably didn't help my age at the time of the movie but it, i yeah. don't know you know i'm looking at it and they, they they're showing his face with the makeup on you know and it kind of reminds I me mean, obviously we know sting had that from wrestling but it reminds yeah. me of the joker uh from um uh Keith Ledger's Joker a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. it looks like yeah. he almost took from that a little. Like he did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like he, you know, put it on himself. He applied it with his own hands. And I think Keith Ledger, I think, said that in preparation for the role as the Joker, he was kind of trying to imitate that same look, like that worn, tattered, yeah, done at home, you know. Keith Ledger said in an interview when they asked him about his Joker makeup, he said that he had the people on set put his scars on yeah but then he wanted to be the one that did the makeup mm-hmm. and they said that he just literally walked into his trailer in front of the mirror with like store-bought makeup and put it on his face yeah. and then came out of this trailer and they were like oh my god that's it um but he said he like you said Joe, he wanted to just it to be like he was an average guy looking in a mirror in his bathroom putting on the makeup. Mm-hmm. Right. It adds, so. you know, just and I appreciate the attention to detail and things like that because it adds just that little bit more of realism, that suspension of disbelief to yeah. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. That All was right. one of the things that I brought up during the new Batman movie was that whenever he Battenson took off the cow. Mm-hmm. He still had the makeup on his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like and too I, many Batman I, movies, they take I, off the mask and there's no makeup. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like, you that you was know, kinda, you saw yeah. your eyelids were black as night, like thirty <laughs> fucking seconds. Right? 
Right, right. Yeah. So Ashton says Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, and Days of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, I will not watch Days of Thunder because Tom Cruise is a psycho. Um, <laughs> oh. Thank you. <laughs> At that point, though, I don't think he was that crazy. But <laughs> nah, he probably was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are all great movies. Um, number three was, how about Clueless? Clueless. You guys remember no. Clueless? I don't like Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> she was on fire. Um, yeah, I wish she was on fire. Little, little known, <laughs> unknown fact: she she admitted that she she likes to garden in the nude. I, I heard that on. Uh, uh, Why she? I forget what she was on, like a talk show, and she mentioned it. I, I don't know. Who I cares? Plants. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know it could be considered a little a little annoying i guess but uh, it is it's definitely one of those movies it's kind of like uh what what's everybody talk about right now like the, the mean girls it's kind of like the mean girls of the 90s yeah but it was yeah. annoying on purpose you know yeah right yeah right uh the next one was malcolm x oh wow uh, Denzel, yeah i believe won an oscar for that one the first uh which was awesome. It was all right. It was a little dry. American History X was good. <laughs> oh my god! Oof. Yeah, first ten minutes and you're like, crazy yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> what the curb stomp? <laughs> yeah. I can't even watch that one. You know. <laughs> I watch it. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number five, Ghost classic little little mushy but classic kind of funny too there was some comedy in there Whoopi goldberg was in there and you know they kind of try to go here's one that is extremely popular that i will be completely honest with you and say that i've never seen the whole thing pulp fiction never seen it oh you have to it's so good i've never seen it there are certain movies that I've never seen it. My wife looks at me and goes, "How are we even married?" Um, so I'm not a huge Quentin Tarantino nerd. Um, I don't mind him. I just don't. I can't think of a lot of like his more famous movies that I'm like, "Oh yeah, I loved it." That's one of my favorites. Like, I've always been kind of indifferent one way or the other. I don't enjoy like Kill Bill and his movies like that. Like those. Oh, were, see, I like that one. Uh, it cut that the the whole geyser blood effect was like come on guys really <laughs> i think it was supposed to be over the top because he was trying to emulate some of the older like kung fu movies and things that you know were like that so i think it was kind of like a his yeah. way of like you know tipping his cap to it um did you like reservoir dogs i did yeah never seen that one either I every time i hear the song stuck in the middle I think of that movie because he cuts the one cops off he ear off when he's got him tied to a, a chair and he's playing that song, dousing him with the gasoline and dancing around. <laughs> and every time I, I hear that song, it's exactly what I think about. I'm like, this is such a great song, but I think of such evil things. <laughs> it's evil things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was probably one of my favorite ones. This next one, boys in the hood. Because it was bringing to light a lot of the things that were happening in, like in Compton and South Central LA, and uh, that we didn't really know about, and gave a little bit of a a visual to the music that was starting to come out of there as well. So Ricky, he had the ticket. He did. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it, and that was kind of like his big break. And Lawrence Fishburne, and there was a lot. Did I ever tell you the story of meeting Cuba Gooding Jr.? You have not. I didn't know so, that story. Me, me and a old girlfriend were in DC for Fourth of July. And we were sitting at a bar because it was it rained after the fireworks. So we were so going, we were sitting in a bar in Chinatown of all places. And um we're sitting there and we're drinking. It was me, her, her sister, and her sister's boyfriend. And we're watching there, they had like the some type of event that was going on and Cuba Gooding Jr. was in a podium speaking and at the bottom of the screen it said live we're sitting at the bar and we're watching this and I went to look at the bartender to get another beer and I looked to the right of me and there there's Cuba Gooding Jr. sitting at the bar so I look at him and I go 
He went, yeah, it says live. I'm just that good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really nice guy. Sat there and talked to us for a little bit and then went upstairs. But it was Cuba Gooding Jr. was with him. And then um, who else was with him? Was, um, oh, what was his name? I forget his name. I'll think about it. Um, Was it Louis Gossett Jr.? Mm was with him they, i think and, they were in a movie together. Uh, it was cool it, it was cool whenever he caught me looking at him what's that i feel like they were in a movie together that might have been what yeah but it was it was funny like he caught me looking at him i'm looking at him I'm going this is live <laughs> and i'm looking at him and i look up and I, at first i thought man this guy really looks like Cuba gooding jr I think that guy really is fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he came over and he said hi and, you know, talked to us for a couple minutes. He said he was staying at the hotel that was there. Um, and, I, you know, thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate you, you know, sitting here and talking to me. Put a round on my tab and he went upstairs. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's my Cuba Gooding Jr. song. Sorry. Uh, Darren <laughs> threw out House Party. Kid and play. <laughs> It's a pajama jammy jam. Yep. <laughs> uh, how about Goodwill Hunting? How never about them it. apples? <laughs> you never saw Goodwill Hunting? Never seen Hunting? that one either. Oh, man, that's a good movie. Nope. That's a collect. Joe, have you ever seen? I actually, that's one of my favorite Robin Williams performances is in Goodwill Hunting. There you go. Yeah, he he plays a very straight character in that, but it, it I don't know. He's, he was so versatile, like, and I don't think people realized I feel like that went underappreciated. That is, yeah. he was alive. That is one comedian, one guy that I I wept whenever I found out that he was gone. Me too. Because I mean, he was just phenomenal. He was a comedic genius. Uh, we did not deserve Robin Williams. Speaking of Robin, um, in the nineties, think about his movies. Like they were fantastic. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Did Jumanji Good morning, Vietnam. And he was, you know, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, Jumanji, yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. Jumanji. Aladdin. Freaking. Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Uh, what was the one where he was the robot? Oh, Jesus. Bicentennial Man. Yeah, that yeah. Centennial Man, yep. That was one of the yep. first times that you saw his more dramatic, you know what I mean, range. Oh, what was the other one? Uh, photo booth or photo? One hour photo. Uh, one hour photo. One hour photo. He yeah, was that one. That, one. In that, one. <laughs> that movie when the blood comes out of his eyes. Mm-mm. He was in no. one called. Uh, like he's he's got a lot of more serious roles out there that I think go underappreciated and not talked about a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But he um, was on fire in the nineties, man. What dreams may come? Ah, oh, fantastic! Yeah, that's a that's a heart yep. stringer right there. <laughs> yeah. And there you have it, beards and bros fans. We're talking nineties. We're talking the nineties. Yeah, uh, lots of fun this episode. I think that um, this first half, you know, we cover a good bit of music and start getting into movies. And, you know, we kind of start working our way into some other things from the 90s. And we go off and on about pop culture and just in general, like what was what was big then. I'm sure we miss things, too. So, um, you know, stay tuned, though, because in episode two, we will definitely um, pick up where we left off and kind of move into the fashion of the, the whole thing and, you know, kind of talk about, um, you know, what did we get out of the 90s? The current events that were happening, uh, you know, it's just reminiscing. And sometimes it's nice to reminisce. It's nice to sit back and think, oh, you know, what did we what did we do in the 90s? What was life like? What was, uh, you know, what were we wearing? What were we listening to? Who, you know, what were we watching on TV? What were we going to the movies for? You know, because uh, back then that was a that was a thing, man. You going to the movies. I mean, I think in the 2000s, it really kind of jumped up because you started getting stuff like the Avengers and the new Star Wars movies um, were coming out. And even though there was a three 
uh, three parts, um, you know, prequel to Star Wars in the late 90s. Um, it, it, I mean, it drew people in, but I don't think it was uh, quite like the 2000s. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we haven't had great movies then. I mean, they were throughout the 90s. You I mean, we go through the list. There was a lot. Uh, and I remember going to the theater to see a lot of those. And some that we didn't even mention, like Lion King and, and Disney movies that came out. I mean, they were hitting some big... Uh, some big movies then, you know, Lion King, uh, Little Mermaid, um, Beauty and the Beast, all that kind of stuff started around that point and kind of revitalized what they were missing from the 80s, which they don't really have a ton of stuff happening in the 80s. So, um, yeah, we, we hope you enjoy the episode. If you have anything to add to it, please head to the Facebook page for the Beards and Pros podcast. Let us know what we missed. Uh, let us know your favorite memories in the 90s. Um, you can watch the episode on the Facebook page. It is about two hours or so. So set some time aside. But for the most part, if you want to listen, we're going to break it up in two. So as we normally do, this was our first episode. Uh, part two will come out next week and we'll kind of wrap it up for you. But um, we appreciate your listening. Please share. Share. The, go to Facebook anyway. Grab it. Share it on your, your page. Let your friends see it. Let your family see it. Let your acquaintances see it. So they can, uh, you know, make a choice and say, hey, maybe I want to listen to these guys. These guys seem like they're fun. They, they're they talking about something that I can relate to. And uh, maybe in future episodes, we'll talk about something they can comment on. Uh, we're always looking for people to join, too. So please remember, you can join us for, for these episodes. And if you have an idea for an episode, reach out to one of us and let us know. Put it on the Facebook page. Um, but remember, you can catch us on any of the places you listen to your podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Podcorn. We're on—that's <laughs> not one, but Podcorn is a totally different thing. But uh, you know, we're we're everywhere. Google Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, or even with Amazon Music, um, Podchasers, all kinds of places that you can catch our episodes. So please listen, share. And tell us how you feel. That's uh, the only way for us to get better at what we do and to make it more interesting. We want you guys to be a part of this and for it to feel like community. So uh, thanks again for listening. Have yourselves a great week and a great weekend, and we'll catch you on the next one. On behalf of Jude, Joe, and myself, Tim, have a good one.